baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Your phone call is welcome at 869-1330. This is the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and Show on 987 and 1330 KNSS, number one talk, sponsored by Wink Hartman and the Hartman Group of Companies. Don't forget, if you ever miss an episode, you can always visit knssradio.com. You'll find a link to podcasts of all our previous episodes there. And make sure you like and share the John Whitmer Show on Facebook. And of course, follow me on Twitter at John R. Whitmer to get all the best updates. And all the latest news, just follow us there. Little God and Guns. That's an appropriate intro for this guest. So a new report from CNN indicates that the House Judiciary Committee is preparing to vote on a new gun control legislation bill as soon as late this week, early next week, in the wake of the deadly Uvalde school shooting that left 19 students and two teachers dead. In the measure, according to the report notes, the lawful age to purchase a semi-automatic rifle would rise from 18 to 21. Furthermore, it would introduce a potential penalty for those that don't meet certain requirements on the quote-unquote storage of firearms on residential premises. Yeah, that sounds like a slippery slope if I've ever heard of one. As well as federal offenses for gun trafficking and selling large capacity magazines. <laughs> yeah, nothing nothing good happened wrong there. Nothing, nothing possibly could go wrong. <laughs> oh boy. Joining us now to talk about just the potential pitfalls of this bill is Lee Williams. He is also known as the gun writer. He's been writing about the Second Amendment, firearms, and the firearms industry, and the gun culture for more than 10 years. He's the chief editor of the Second Amendment Foundation's investigative reporting project and is a frequent contributor to Ammo Land News and the Armed American Radio. Lee, it's nice to have you back on the show again, brother. It's good to be here, John. Thanks for the invite. So... <laughs> Okay. Um, Where to begin? Yeah, don't get me wrong. I mean, I I think we all, we, we, you and I would both agree what happened in Uvalde is, is tragic. It's, we don't want to see this kind of stuff. But once again, I think, you know, they're, they're focusing on targeting law-abiding gun owners who didn't have anything to do with this instead of targeting the madman or working on securing the school. I mean, they, they didn't lock the doors. Let's let's focus on that. Instead, you're going after, you know, law-abiding gun owners. It's just, it, it's not the right solution. Or am I wrong? Maybe no. I'm wrong here. Maybe I'm cattywampus. No, you're, 100, you're 100% right. I've never seen blood dancing like this before from the White House on down to the local level. 
And the problem is that it has stopped any real discussions about how another mass murder can be prevented from happening at another school. I mean, the Biden-Harris administration, they'd rather fix the blame on an inanimate object than fix the problem. Because I'm, I'm really starting to believe this, John. If they fix the problem, then they can't exploit it again in the future to satisfy their own political needs. Uh, they would rather infringe upon our civil rights than, than fix the problem. I mean, Florida, we, God, we had the Parkland shooting, which was horrific. And that led to the Parkland bill, which is the most sweeping piece of anti-gun legislation ever seen here in the gunshine state. It was terrible. It's still infringing upon the, the, the right to keep and bear arm of 18 to 20 year olds. It's still infringing on people's rights to due process because of the red flag component. But there was one piece of that puzzle in there that was good and that will work. And rather than trying to infringe upon the rights of lawful gun owners, they should be talking about Florida's school guardian program, which is fantastic. I mean, it put combat veterans, highly trained security officers, don't call them guards, into public schools. And their sole purpose was to be able to respond to deadly force with deadly force. Uh, the training they went through is fantastic. They're armed with handguns and ARs, and they're, they're wearing uh, rifle-grade body armor, standing out there when parents are dropping off kids. Everybody sees them. We have not had any problems at schools with these guardians. Now, I know there's a lot of civil libertarians who don't like police in schools. They believe that the police will use police powers and problem kids will get arrested rather than counseled by school staff. The whole guardian program obviates the, completely does away with that. They don't have law enforcement powers. They're not making arrests. They're there simply to protect the kids. And, brother, this is what we should be talking about, not magazine capacity or, or you know, any of this other garbage or nine millimeter pistol bands that Joe was talking about, rambling about the other day. Right. This is how we should be addressing this issue. Well, and it just seems to me it's so out of touch to be working on more gun restrictions for lawful gun owners. The criminals don't care about that. Okay, okay go no. ahead, ban ban whatever you want to ban because unless you want to go door to door and start confiscating guns, criminals don't care if you ban it or not. They're still going to have the guns. They're still going to use the guns. No, and I'm really not a fan of violating someone's Second Amendment rights because they're only 18. I was 18 when I was in the Army. They handed me a fully automatic M16. You know, look at these 18, 19, and 20-year-olds. Some of them get hurt. They get out. They get out of the Army. They can't buy a civilian version of the same weapon they had when they were defending our country. It's ludicrous. So what's probably the toughest measures in the bill that's currently being considered? Is it the pushing the legal age from 18 to 21, or is it the potential penalty penalties for not storing it? Because that's the one, not only is that, I mean, that part of it's asinine, but how are you going to enforce it? But I'm curious, what are the elements, or is it both aspects of this bill? Both bug me. I mean, I believe that the government's intrusion into my life should end at the curtilage around my home, okay? They have no business being in my bedroom. They have no business being in my gun room or in my gun safe, Uh 99% of, of law-abiding gun owners store their, their weapons in a safe manner. The way they would enforce this would be if a kid got a gun and did something bad with it. That It'd be something they could hold the parents accountable for. I don't like that, but I really, I, I mean, from the Second Amendment standpoint, you have just shut off the right to keep and bear arms that you get when you reach the age of majority. And we've agreed that that age is 18. 
old enough to vote, old enough to serve in the military. Now we're going to make them wait three additional years. Now that, that that's repugnant. The, the the framers of the Constitution would be going crazy right now if they saw what we were doing. We're talking with the gun writer Lee Williams. Um, Lee Cory Booker has uh, you know who, who's known for his uh, ability to reach across the aisle. He's uh, Spartacus has has yeah. said that uh, that this is a quote bipartisan gun safety bill. I, I'm I'm curious. Well, first off, do you think other than maybe you know Collins or one of the one of the rhinos, maybe Mitt Romney. Do you think this is going to be bipartisan? Do you think this has any nope. shot of getting to 60 by any chance? Let's hope no not. No way in hell. No way in hell. It's just a distraction. It's the blood dancing taken to the senatorial level. Corey, yeah, Corey has enough issues going on in his life. Um, let's just say this. This is not going to happen. I'm always concerned about anti-gun legislation being proposed and being sponsored, but there is no way, even if you take the rhinos and add them to the Dem side, they're not going to, they're not going to hit 60. Okay. You're not going to get 10 Republicans. So let's say then you were writing a piece of legislation that could help curb. Cause again, let's go back to the beginning of the conversation. You and I both support doing something, you know, the people shouting at Joe Biden do something. And he said, yeah, we will. So what would be our solution? What, is, it, is it mental health funding? Is it hardening the schools and ensuring, well, first off, that we enforce the laws that are on the books? Is that more what we need to do then? Yeah, we have 20,000 gun laws, anti-gun laws on the books in this country. I don't think 20,001 will make a damn bit of difference. <laughs> we need to work with what we got. I love the Guardian program uh, as long as they hire the right people. I think that will work and, and start enforcing the laws that are already on the books. Okay. And, and mental health aspect that, that needed to be fixed decades ago, decades ago. I mean, there's no way we should have these red flag laws on the books. Now they're a violation of, of, uh, of, of several constitutional rights, but apparently they don't work either because how many of these mass shooters have been known to law enforcement, have been investigated, have had treatment for mental health, yet we're still able to get their firearms. I mean, let's enforce what's out there. Let's look at the Guardian program. It works. It's simple. It's effective. But it is putting a gun in a school, although it's a gun in the hands of somebody who really knows how to use it. Lee, if folks are interested, if they want information, say, for example, on the Guardian program or some of the if they want to read some of the articles that you've written, they can find more of that information on the Second Amendment Foundation at SAF.org, correct? Correct. Or armedamericanews.com is my personal website. Lee, I appreciate you, brother. It's always great having you on the show, especially, I think, because you bring in an insight here that certainly we don't get from the mainstream media. I appreciate you, brother. I appreciate you pushing back against that. Carry on the fight, my friend. Thanks, John. Always a pleasure. We're going to take a quick break. When we get back, we're going to talk with author Ed Boudreaux. He's going to tell us about his new book, America on Its Knees, The Cost of Replacing Trump with Biden. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, that, that cost just keeps getting higher and higher. You're listening to The John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. Another round of showers and storms set to roll in from the northwest. Large hail, high winds, and heavy rain. 
baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 